Cafe with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? Uh, I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Your air conditioning system has to survive to the hot summer season. Do you know if it's ready? The best way to find out is to call Burkhart today. A quick tune-up from Burkhart's team of professional technicians will give you the peace of mind you're looking for this summer. Take it from me. Eric Asher. When it comes to a quick tune-up of your air conditioning system, there's no one else I trust more than Burkhart. Family-owned, licensed, and insured, that's Burkhart. Visit Burkhart today at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon. You can listen live on the World Wide Web 
at uh, the iHeartRadio app, at the TuneIn Radio app, uh, Nash FM 106.1, all carrying the show live, ericasher.com as well. Uh, don't forget the podcast is available after the program concludes. On all major podcasting platforms, Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Google, Speaker, iHeart, uh, man, you name it, we're on it. If for some reason we're not on your favorite podcasting platform, why don't you drop me a line at eric at ericasher.com, and I'll be sure to try to get that on there for you. And, of course, uh, as always, folks, uh, we invite you to enjoy the program today. We've got a great show in store for you. Uh, Arnie Filco is going to join us at around 4.35 this afternoon. Fletcher Mackle will be up at 5.35, the only two guests on today's program. Uh, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Mike Dettillier joined me on the show today as we did a live broadcast, as we do on Thursdays at 1 p.m. If you missed that, you can check it, at six, check it out at 6 p.m. tonight on WLAE-TV. Uh, tonight, 10 o'clock on uh, WLAE-TV2. Uh, Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE-TV, and then 2 a.m. on The uh, Deuce. Uh, that is WLAE-TV2. That's Saturday mornings at 2 a.m. And then back on the Pelican Sports Television on uh, 5 p.m. on Saturdays. You'll always be able to catch it on my social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher or Eric Asher on Facebook. Also, folks, don't forget, uh, you can uh, check it out at the WLAE-TV YouTube page as well. Uh, all the previous episodes there, as well as at ericasher.com. So a lot to talk about today on the program. Looking forward to uh, a great show. Um, let's go through some headlines really quick about what's what's happening uh, around the, uh, the, the the state and the city. Uh, first of all, uh, LSU has named their new offensive coordinator. We talked a little bit about it yesterday and the day before. Uh, I'm going to butcher his name again. Jake Peets uh, has been named the OC at, uh, at LSU. He gets a two-year deal, $1.2 million this year, $1.3 million in the following season. He gets a one-time payment of $150,000 and a $75,000 incentive package. Uh, he is signed until 2023. DJ Mangus comes back to the LSU Tigers as a passing coordinator this time. Uh, he gets a two-year deal, $400,000 a year. Uh, gets a $75,000 incentive package uh, as well. Both, again, as I mentioned, are signed until 2023. Today, uh, Cincinnati defensive coordinator Marcus Freeman is in town. Uh, he is in Baton Rouge looking to uh, interview for the defensive coordinator position for the LSU Tigers. He is also being courted by the Notre Dame Irish. So uh, we'll see again how he uh, it went on, on what he decides on. Also, there are some other uh, possible head coaching uh, uh, possibilities for him, but uh, there's a lot of people that feel that he is going to uh, jump in with a, with a big Power 5 school uh, that would allow him to catapult himself in, into a position to be a, a head coach down the line here. So, again, what LSU pays, again, they and they pay. Uh, and then, again, the opportunity to be um, – the opportunity to uh, – be with a Power 5 school, a school like LSU in the SEC or a school like Notre Dame uh, with the spotlight that is on that program. Obviously, uh, that is a, a situation where, uh, you know, it'd be interesting to see, again, who he chooses. Uh, but, uh, again, from what I understand, from everyone that I've talked to behind the scenes, uh, he is the candidate. He is the candidate that Ed Ogeron wants. And uh, hopefully, again, uh, again, if uh, Ed will get exactly what he wants in the defensive coordinator. I will say this. And I mentioned this uh, on on Inside New Orleans Sports uh, today with with Mike Detail because Mike, you know, Mike and um and, and Ed Ogeron go back to when they were kids. They grew up together, right? And, and they have a very very good relationship. And I, you know, I just you know again, just you know, telling it like it is. I just if there's got to be a point where uh, 
there's a point of, of no diminishing returns with this. And what I mean is, boosters now have bailed him out. Uh, when you talk about the Matt Canada situation, that didn't work out. Paid him big money around, I think it was around one point. Um, $1.3 million a year, uh, and, and Boosters came in when he fired him and, and, and brought in Steve, Steve Ensminger as the, um, uh, as the, the offensive coordinator, uh, and Boosters ate that money. Uh, then you have Bo Pelini this year when he's making about $3 million a year. Bring him in as a defensive coordinator one year, and, of course, he's got multiple years left on that deal. Boosters pick up the tab on that deal. There is no blank check, okay? As long as you are in a situation where you are winning, and you're bringing championships, I'm sure the boosters don't mind stroking the check. But at some point, again, if this thing doesn't turn around to like national championship type implications, and I'm hoping that it does, uh, the, the, basically the time is going to run out on Ed Ogeron. He's not going to continue to be able to mix and match coaches. He's had the opportunity to do that now. You know, again, he's not taking any of the flack in a lot of cases. Uh, he fired these coaches. Everybody applauds him for, again, when he makes a mistake, to be able to turn it around and, and, and quickly recognize that mistake and, and do away with it. But those mistakes are costing money and big money for boosters. Now, boosters have deep pockets at the end of the day. TAF's got big pockets. Uh, but, um, again, there's got to be a point where uh, they say, you know what, we're paying a lot, of co- a lot of money for coaches that aren't there. You know, may- maybe, again, the head coach may be the problem. Hopefully that won't happen. I'm pulling for Ed Ogeron. I'm hoping he's going to turn it around. I like what I saw at the end of the year with the two wins. I like what I saw in terms of, again, a lot of these players have recommitted to, to, the, uh, to the program, uh, players along the offense, defensive line, really across the board. But then again, I said yesterday, and look, I'm, I'm just I'm being straight with you. You know, that's the same players that during this season we were saying, where are the backups that we could replace those players because they weren't playing well? Now, maybe it was just a, 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 a toxic situation at LSU, and maybe the changing in the staff, getting younger, um, and, and I would think, again, also bringing in more African-American coaches uh, may make a difference with this team. And maybe these players will, will, will again, play for those new coaches that come in. Uh, but, uh, again, uh, this is the, these are the same players that underachieved last year. So, again, what makes you believe that all of a sudden they're going to overachieve next year? Hopefully, this was an outlier. And these players will come in and, and, and be the players that we thought they were, the players they were in 2019 when this team won a championship. Uh, but they weren't that players last, they weren't those players last year, so hopefully, again, uh, that's going to change. Um, Pelicans last night. Uh, one, more, one more note on, on LSU, and, and I found this interesting. I was just going through Noel.com before I came on, on, the, on the air, and I noticed that Noel.com is reporting that new Texas head coach Steve Sarkeesian is going to offer LSU defensive back coach and recruiting coordinator uh, Corey Raymond uh, a position on his staff. Now, again, I'm not – nobody – it wasn't in the article. It didn't say what position it was going to be. Uh, again, he's, he's the defensive, co- defensive back coach, also, again, the recruiting coordinator at LSU, and he is a, an incredible recruiter. Look, I had – and I, I talked about this a few weeks ago. There were some ex-Saints uh, – I'm sorry, ex-LSU players – some members of the media, they were politicking for uh, Bo Pelini to be fired in, in, in the midst of the season and Corey Raymond to be elevated to the defensive coordinator. And, and my uh, reaction was, the guy's never been a defensive coordinator. 
The guy's a defensive back coach. He's a hell of a recruiter. But if a guy's never been a defensive coordinator before, how are you going to drop him in in the middle of the season and make him a defensive coordinator? It will be interesting to see because, again, Sarkeesian knows what type of recruiter Corey Raymond is. And especially when you talk about Louisiana and Texas, it'll be interesting to see if it's going to be a defensive back coach position or if it will be a, a higher position like a coordinator that may be offered to him. And then, of course, the, the, the monetary part of this on, on how much money Sarkeesian is really willing to pay. Remember, you want to talk about deep pockets? Texas has deep pockets as well. How much LSU would maybe be willing to be able to uh, ante up to keep him? Uh, Corey Raymond, when it comes to recruiting, is an integral part uh, of, again, why you've seen the great talent coming to LSU. So uh, that's something to keep your eye on. Pelicans, they dropped to 4-4 four and four now after losing to Oklahoma City last night, 111-110. to 110. Uh, Now, that's at home, okay? That's in the Smoothie King Center. That's two in a row now at the Smoothie King Center. Uh with uh, Indiana and, and now Oklahoma City. Uh, Charlotte is on Friday at the Smoothie King Center, and then they go on a seven-game road trip uh, in 12 days. It is a brutal road trip out west, okay? Uh, and that's going to be uh, difficult. That's why, and I mentioned it the other day, you cannot lose to teams you're supposed to beat. And, and these are two teams that, again, back-to-back in Indiana and Oklahoma City that the Pelicans are better than or, again, should beat, especially at home. And they didn't do it. So now they dropped to 4-4. Four and four. And, look, a lot of it had to do with, look, they had a lead going, in, going into the half. They come out of the halftime, and, and Brazley looks like an all-star. Okay, he scores 15 points, gets two rebounds on Zion, who was defenseless. Absolutely defenseless. It's an issue, folks. I love Zion Williamson, and he's going to be an incredible player in this league. And he's an offensive machine. But there is an issue on the defensive side of the, of the ball. They, he is not pleased, does not play good one-on-one defense or team defense. I talked about it on the show previously. This goes back to, again, one year at Duke, not being in a situation where you can learn how to play defense on the collegiate level. You come to the NBA, and, again, you're, you may have a skill set, but you're not a full-rounded player like we've seen in past years before, again, this mass exodus to the NBA after, after one season that we're seeing now in college basketball. I add also in the third quarter, Musella, uh, the, the big center from, uh, from Oklahoma City, he knocks down two three-point shots, which was kind of a dagger in that, in that third quarter. On, um, uh, and he did that who, on, on, on Jackson Hayes. And he got another guy, young, comes into the league after one year at Texas and cannot play a lick of defense. They both Zion and Hayes are defensive liabilities for this team. And you heard um, Stan Van Gundy calling his team out about defense, even though they're one of the better defending teams in the NBA right now. Uh, Still, with all that said, Pelicans took the lead in the fourth quarter, and they squandered it at the end, losing uh, after Nikhil Alexander-Walker missed a wide-open three-point shot with about three seconds left in the game that would have have put them on top uh, for good. Uh, It is what it is. It's going to be growing pains for this team. Uh, But, again, these young players have got to learn how to defend. And, 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 look, you saw it again last night. There's got to be someone that can create and score for this team outside of Brandon Ingram. Uh, now with J.J. Redick out, it looked like, again, he hurt his knee last night. Who knows what's going to happen with this team uh, going forward in terms of scoring. They've got to find another scorer somehow, some way. And, and not just a guy that can stand out and shoot shots, a guy that also can create his shot as well. Uh, as far as the, the Saints go, preparing for the uh, Chicago Bears, uh, Trey Hendrickson did not practice today because of a neck injury. Nick Easton looks like he's going to go on injury reserve. He did not practice because of a concussion. Limited today were, were Josh Hill with his hand, Taysom Hill with a concussion, JT Gray with a shoulder, and Marcus Williams with an ankle. Uh, and uh, so we'll see how that, how that plays out. 
But um, I expect all those players to play. Uh, maybe Trey Hendrickson might be one that, that might not. Easton is probably going on uh, injury reserve. But the rest of the lot I expect to play. Uh, another rating of the Saints coaching staff and front office. Uh, it was reported today by NFL Network that the Jets have requested permission to interview Aaron Glenn. He is the defensive back coach for the, uh, for the Saints for their head coaching job. We already know that Dan Campbell has been at they've, they, uh, the Lions have asked permission to uh, interview him for, the, for their head coaching job. We know that, again, we've talked about a lot of this program over the last uh, week, and we, we lamented this for really the last couple years. But we know that Jeff Ireland is, uh, is they've, they've asked permission, both the Panthers and the Lions, for Jeff Ireland to interview for, his, for the GM job there. Terry Fontenot, homegrown in that Saints organization. Uh, the Lions, Jags, and Falcons have asked uh, for permission to be able to uh, interview him as well and I got to tell you folks I was talking to a bunch of folks about the uh, about the national championship on Monday a lot of people think that Alabama is just going to blow Ohio State out I don't know I'm going to tell you right now I think it's going to be a very competitive game and I'm looking forward to it uh, Ohio State as I mentioned yesterday uh, we can talk we can debate on whether they they, they should or should not have been in the playoffs uh, because of the of, of only playing six games and and again the uh, everything that, that the Big Ten did to be able to get them into their championship game. But at the end of the day, they're a quality team, and, and they proved that against Clemson last weekend in, uh, in the Sugar Bowl. So we'll see how that kind of plays out. But Alabama, Ohio State uh, in uh, the national championship in Miami, and that is on Monday. Today's program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. With, again, New Orleans going to uh, 25% capacity, let me tell you this right now. First of all, uh, Oceana, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Mambo's, and Old New Orleans Cookery, all will deliver right to your door. All have delivery partners that will deliver right to your door. All have outdoor seating. So, again, whether it's a balcony seating, whether it, again, is the rooftop bar at Mambo's, whether it is uh, courtyard seating, which every single restaurant in the quarter has, or, again, if Bobby A. Bears, uh, again, they have, they have a, a, a patio-type seating for you as well. Uh, all have outdoor seating. All have vast restaurants. They're large restaurants. Every one of those restaurants are large. So when you're talking about 25% capacity, uh, they can sit you, seat you, uh, and, and have you feel comfortable with the social distancing within the restaurant as well. And then the menus, absolutely fantastic. Creole cuisine at its finest at all four restaurants. Great cocktails, char-grilled oysters, something for everyone in each one of these restaurants. Uh, and if you're th- having, thinking about having a party as we, we kind of roll out of this COVID-19 world, man, think about my friends at the Oceanic Grill, Bombos, Bobby A. Bears, and Old New Orleans Cookery. All can put together a great party for you, either on site uh, in one of their private rooms or, again, at the, at the venue of your choice. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Mambo's on Bourbon Street, Old New Orleans Cookery. Uh, make sure, again, you check those out next time you're looking for a great meal. All right, we take a break. We come back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. At about 435, Arnie Filco will join us on the program. At 535, it'll be Fletcher Mackle of Channel 6 Sports. This report is sponsored by Macy's. Macy's one-day sale is starting tomorrow with savings on cozy winter essentials, home updates for every room, and even luggage closeouts. Plus, get your .com orders fast with contact-free curbside pickup, or you can pick them up inside the store. Now at Macy's. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. 
Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at BienvenueHarahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice fillets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 fillet medallions. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff and all the sports you can handle hi eric asher once again talking about my good friends at burkhardt air conditioning and heating have you heard these honeydew complaints honey did you fix the ac honey the house is hot again honey the ac bill is more than our mortgage it's time to turn those honeydews into honey duns when it comes to replacing your ac system i recommend burkhardt for over 30 years burkhardt has provided quality affordable air conditioning replacement systems ask about special financing as low as 149 a month visit acpromise.com that's acpromise.com for more information Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Grace Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. It's about to get chilly in these parts over the next couple weeks. I uh, better make sure that heater is working properly. Uh, again, um, as John Burkhardt told me a long time ago, uh, the inspection on your heater for the winter uh, is all about safety, making sure that your heater is working properly so you don't have problems with carbon monoxide poisoning or any problems with fires. Make sure you get a professional to be able to inspect that heater. Uh, that's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. They can do it for you. They're authorized to service all brands. They have 15 trucks in the field. They'll give you a 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business, and truly a company can trust. Nate Certified Technician is the highest certification in the industry. I've trusted Burkhardt since they rolled out the first truck in 1989. You should as well. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, AC Prime promise.com acpromise.com um wanted to talk a little bit about this yesterday but everything that went on in 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 the capital we really kind of uh, couldn't get to this but um i was pleased to see that the nba is planning to expand now i predicted this if you've been listening to this program at any length of time going back to when they had the first coat when we had the first covid outbreak uh in in, in the uh, in the spring um of uh, in, in last spring and the reason why I've always felt the NBA, and also the NFL as well, and I'll get into that in a moment, is going to expand is because of the, of the loss of revenue 
uh, during, during the, again, the, the, the COVID-19 seasons. Um, I think the NBA will expand. I think the NFL will expand because it's a quick infusion of cash to offset COVID-19 losses. Now, I will say this. There is no doubt, and, and, and I, what I'm hearing and what I'm reading is the NBA is going to do the right thing here. But the NBA should first uh, expand back to Seattle, okay? The, the fans in Seattle supported the Sonics, okay? They got ripped off just like New Orleans Jazz fans got ripped off. It was never about attendance, okay? The Sonics fans supported the Seattle Supersonics, okay? It was all about a building for them. Okay, the, the, the ownership wanted a new building. Seattle wasn't really to build that building. They just built a football stadium or, or a baseball stadium around that time. And, and ultimately, again, uh, they end up moving to Oklahoma City, and the rest is history. As Seattle doesn't have a, a franchise. And that is a storied basketball history of the Seattle Supersonics. Okay? Uh, so there's a lot of talk that Seattle will be one of the, one of the expansion cities. The other city is going to be Las Vegas which I think is a, a natural expansion designation for the NBA. The NBA was there long before the NFL was there, long before NHL was there, uh, because the NBA's been there with their summer league. It's almost been a, a, a convention for NBA basketball in the summer in Las Vegas. So it's a natural fit for Las Vegas uh, and Seattle to be the two expansion teams for, for the NBA. Now, how does this affect New Orleans? Well, the way it affects New Orleans is if ultimately those two teams are awarded, those cities are awarded those teams, they will be in the West. New Orleans and Memphis then would be able to move to the Eastern Conference where they belong. And look, it's not like I'm saying that they need to, uh, the, the, the Pels need to run away from the West because, again, it's cyclical. We, we don't know what it's going to be in five or ten years uh, when it comes to the East as opposed to the West in terms of, of strength, the strength of the conference. But... Again, it's just a natural, uh, when you look at geography, for both Memphis and New Orleans to be on, in the Eastern Conference as, as opposed to the Western Conference when you're talking about travel. Now, when it comes to the NFL, they're going to be right around the corner doing the same exact thing. To me, it's, it's pretty simple. You, you need to look at the cities in which you abandon. And to me, St. Louis and Oakland would, 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 be, would be two cities that I think the NFL should look at. Like Seattle in the NBA, it was all about building stadiums in both franchises. Uh, when it comes to when it uh, because let me tell you, both cities' fan bases supported their franchises, okay? Uh, Oakland, come on. I don't care if it was a dump or not. Those Oakland fans were there through the good times and bad times, okay? They, they were there for the Raiders. Uh, they were there for the Raiders after, they, uh, after the Raiders went to Los Angeles and then them coming back to Oakland. Okay, so that's how much, again, there was love for the Raiders in, in, in Oakland. But St. Louis, okay, the Rams moved to Los Angeles because ownership wanted to go, wanted to be in, 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 in the Los Angeles market. Of course, remember, the Los Angeles Rams moved to Seattle. I'm sorry, moved to St. Louis. Uh, that's how they became the St. Louis Rams. Uh, and, and ultimately, again, this is an opportunity for the, for the NFL to do right uh, by St. Louis fans. Uh, the the, uh, from what I understand, St. Louis was willing to build a building, but the owner, again, was, was, was just enthralled with the opportunity uh, to be able to get to L.A. And, and ultimately abandoning St. Louis, which has been had a great history, going back to, again, the St. Louis Cardinals uh, of, of, uh, of, of, of supporting NFL football. Now, with that said, the more likely scenario is Oakland probably will not get a team. It probably is going to be Toronto and, and another U.S. city. 
My guess is probably St. Louis would get the first shot if they're willing to build a new building. But I'll venture to see again how this kind of plays out when you start talking about expansion. Because it's going to happen now. I'm not sure about baseball. And I'm not sure about hockey. But I can tell you right now, I truly believe, and we're seeing this now with the NBA, they're going to expand, and the NFL is going to expand to two, te- two, more, two, uh, two additional teams uh, to be able to offset these losses from COVID-19. Uh, again, the, the owners get the expansion fees, which give them a tremendous amount of, of influx of cash uh, for each one of the organizations. Okay, so and then for the expansion teams, look, they don't have a, a, a when you're going in, you got the expansion draft, you're building a team from scratch. Uh, and of course, you get a chance to with the merchandising logo and everything else, a lot of money to be made uh, when, when, when these leagues expand. What's the downside? The diluting of talent. That's the downside here. In the NBA, look, you're bringing kids out of co- uh, one year out of college. It's soon going to be one year out of high school. Uh, how much more are you going to dilute the talent? It is what it is with two more teams. As far as the NFL, you have a, there's a point there because, again, of the lack of great quarterback play coming out of college into the NFL. And that's, again, where the difference between an NFL team. An NFL team like the Saints that has a quarterback as opposed to a team, let's say, like the Jets who do not. And you see the difference in those franchises. So that, again, when you start looking at this, uh, the only thing you worry about is the dilution of talent. But there's a good possibility, again, that both of those leagues are are going to expand in the very near future. Hey, don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Mentory. Uh, First of all, folks, uh, truly a a place you can trust with your vehicle. Uh, Look, I don't know a lot about the inner works of my car. I don't, okay? So you got to find a mechanic you can trust. If you've got one, stay with it. If you don't, think about my friends at Southern Tire. The Piazza family has an incredible reputation. They've been there since 1972. They take care of their customers. Whether you're looking for a new set of tires or wheels on your your vehicle, by by the way, financing available, or you're looking for a company you can trust that when that, uh, that vehicle breaks down, you can bring it in and the job will be done right the first time. ASC certified technicians, the same exact diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership with the dealership prices. You want a company you can trust with your vehicle. If you if you run a fleet account for your career company, easy to deal with. It's the Piazza family over at Southern Tire. Since the uh, Hickory and Airline in Metairie, uh, open Monday through Friday from eight to six, Saturday from eight to three. Seven three seven one five five eight is the phone number. You go to southerntire.com and check out all the service they provide, including again a diagnostic page where you can uh, put in the issue you're having with your vehicle, and it'll let you know again what the possibility of what's going wrong. So you can bring in a Southern Tire and let them repair it. That's Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. We'll be right back with Arnie Filco. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambos is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambos, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Oceana Grill, Bourbon and Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. 
two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Maintenance. You do it for your car, your lawn, and yourself. This summer, don't forget your air conditioning maintenance. Maintenance takes time, usually an hour, for a professionally trained technician to do a thorough inspection, clean it, and make sure it's operating the best it can for its age. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to the maintenance of your air conditioning system, there's no one else I trust more than Burkhardt. Family-owned, licensed, and insured, that's Burkhardt. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. There's only one original stuffed crust, and it's only from Pizza Hut. The only place that gives you up to three toppings on your original stuffed crust for just $11.99. Order yours online at PizzaHut.com. Ask or click for limited time offer. Extra charge for more toppings and extra cheese. Exclusions apply. More time at home means more washing, drying, cooking, and cleaning at home, and more wear and tear on old appliances. But it's the perfect time to save on new ones at the Home Depot. For savings on the latest appliances, and right now free delivery. From the kitchen to the laundry room, that upgrade is well within reach. And closer than ever. Save on top appliances, now at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. U.S. only while supplies last free delivery on major appliances, $396 or more, valid through January 27th. (coughs) Uh, I'm so sick. Ooh, honey. Seriously? I'm sick. Oh, honey, it's time for DayQuil Severe Honey. It's maximum strength cold and flu medicine with soothing honey-licious taste. I love you, honey. And I love you. I meant the DayQuil. New DayQuil Severe Honey. The soothing, honey-licious, daytime coughing, aching, stuffy head, fever, power through your day, medicine. Use as directed. This segment brought to you by our friends at Oceana Grill. Bourbon and Conti in the French Quarter voted top U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Hey, they're open seven days a week. I can tell you, they got New Orleans' best breakfast. You love breakfast. Starts at 8 a.m., goes all the way to 1 p.m. You'll love the breakfast at Oceana. Uh, there's something for everyone on the menu. Also serving great Creole, uh, Cajun Creole dishes uh, for lunch and dinner. And now, look, the cocktails, the, the bartenders there are fantastic. You can uh, belly up to the bar, get a dozen oysters, char grill. They got the char grill uh, station right there where you can watch them drill cart char grill the oysters uh, you can dine in a f- authentic french quarter courtyard they got five private rooms that can a- accommodate up to 10 to, to 120 guests it is the perfect place uh, to be able to enjoy not out with friends maybe that special someone but it's also family friendly as well you can also order online a lot of folks ordering online for delivery at oceanagrill.com that's oceana grill is the best time off bourbon street all right let's head to the guest line joining me right now one of my dear friends a guy that has done so much for our for our community 
community, whether, again, he saved the New Orleans Saints by speaking out when Tom Benson was was ready to take this team uh, to San Antonio, uh, or, again, uh, standing up uh, for the city of New Orleans as a New Orleans City Council member uh, and leading this city after the outlaw, in the aftermath of the largest man-made disaster in the history of this country, and, of course, now leading the Jewish Federation here in New Orleans. Arnie Filco joins us on the program. Arnie, how you doing? Great to be with you. I, I, I'm ready to go to Oceana right now and get some of those oysters. I got to tell you, just oh. listening to you. So after the, the, the show, you and I need to make our way over there. Okay. There you go. There you go. You got it. Only, but before we, I want to talk about a bunch of things today. I want to talk about what happened in the Capitol yesterday. But you and I are, again are huge sports fans. We all know again, and, I, and look, anybody that listens to this program knows again. You're a big Green Bay Packers fan, and look, I, I, I've mentioned it on the program. You told me at the beginning of the season it was going to be Green Bay in New Orleans at Lambeau Field for the NFC Championship. Uh, Talk a little bit about your Green Bay Packers and, and your thoughts on, on the Saints and the Packers in the playoffs. Well, that, that would be a lot of fun. I mean, I think the only way they, they would meet is in the NFC Championship game in, in a couple weeks. And, um, you know, I think they're the two best. Uh, you know, I know, I know that uh, the AFC has some really good teams, but I'll, I'll be honest. I, I think the Saints and the Packers are the two best teams in football uh, anywhere and in total NFL. And, um you know, they're led by once-in-a-lifetime quarterbacks, and uh, it would be one heck of a game, I, I have to tell you. I mean, uh, you know, I uh, I think Tampa Bay is tough. I think Seattle is going to be tough. But I think at the end of the day, when you look at who might get to the Super Bowl, I think it could be decided up at Lambeau Field in a couple weeks, and uh, it, it'd be a great game. And, um, and uh, I think the fans would love it, that, you know, Again, I think we get spoiled in New Orleans here. I mean, Drew Brees is unbelievable as a quarterback. And, you know, up in Wisconsin, um, they say the same thing about Aaron Rodgers. These are, you know, generational quarterbacks leading their teams, playing very well right now. And, uh, you know, I I think it'd be a really good game. So, you know, if we get to that in a couple weeks, uh, you can have back on and we'll uh, (laughs) we'll do some predictions and, uh, and have some fun and, you know, we'll, uh, if the Packers uh, somehow lose, I'll, I'll be sending you a lot of cheese here. And uh, if the Saints, uh, if the Saints lose, um, we'll figure out the uh, wager. Okay. There you go, <laughs> uh, Arnie. You also spent a lot of time in Chicago. Again, a graduate of Northwestern University, uh, as, as well as again uh, there when you were uh, in, in when you were the uh, president of the uh, NBA Retired Basketball Players Association. Uh, the, the Bears come to town this week. Uh, your thought about your thoughts about the Bears? Well, I think the Bears are a lot like what the Saints deal with Carolina. Uh, you know, I think the key to beating the Bears is to get ahead of them. Um, you know, that game last week between Chicago and Green Bay, you know, while the final score was, um, was you know, was three touchdowns, uh, it, it was a one-touchdown game into the fourth quarter. And, you know, the Bears are one of those teams you don't want to let hang around because if um, – if they're close, it allows it allows uh, Trubisky to, throw, to to use play action. It makes them much more effective. He's a pretty good runner. I mean, so I think you want to put him away early. I mean, I think you want to be ahead at halftime by ten points or more, and not give them a hope. And and if that's the case, I think it'll be a lot like the game last week against Carolina. You know, I don't see the Bears have the offensive firepower to to be able to challenge the Saints. But you know, look. It's the playoffs, and Saints fans know more than ever. You can't take any team for granted. I mean, they were by far the superior team to the Vikings last year, and Vikings came in here and fired up and and pulled an upset. So 
you know, jump on them early. I think the Saints are going to be okay, but uh, you know, just don't let them hang around. That the Bears, especially their defensive front, um, you know, their 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 pass rush um, and and their run defense can be very tough. So you you want to you want to put some points on the board early and uh, put some distance between you and the opponent. Before you became vice president of uh, executive vice president of the New Orleans Saints, you were president of the Southern Baseball League, and, and I was just talking about expansion in the NBA and also in the NFL. NBA, NBA is talking about expanding back to Seattle and possibly to Las Vegas. Uh, I, I talked about the fact that I think the NFL will probably do the same to offset some of the losses we've seen uh, with again uh, possibly two COVID nineteen seasons. You've been on both sides. You've been the uh, head of a, 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 of a league and of course executive. Vice president uh, of, of a club. What are your thoughts on, on the future expansion of the NBA and NFL? Well, I, I think you know Las Vegas has become the city now. You know, between the between the uh, NFL team that that's there and the NHL team that's there, and there's a WNBA team. I mean, it, it, it went from having nothing in professional sports to you know three major sports right now, and maybe a fourth. You know, I, I don't know. At some point, you, you really do wonder if you've oversaturated that market. I mean, Las Vegas, you know, has a, has a big population. It, there, there are people that come out and follow their own team. But it's still a city that's based on tourism. And, you know, I, I, I wonder if it's not kind of overkill at this point relative to Vegas. You know, I think Seattle is a different story. I mean, I mean, you and I both know there was a great history with the NBA in, in Seattle with the Supersonics. And I, I think that market, uh, which is getting an NHL team, by the way, next year, um, I think that market could sustain two major league sports teams. So I would think that would be the first place that uh, they would look at, and uh, maybe maybe Vegas would be a secondary uh, uh, option. How about the NFL? Because again, with interesting, they've left some 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 uh, cities that supported their franchises: San Diego, Oakland, St. Louis. But yet again, we know the commissioner would like to expand internationally and maybe, again, uh, to, to, to Canada as well. What do you think happens if they expand to two more teams? Will they go back to one of the previous cities, like a St. Louis, or, or again, maybe in Oakland? Or do you think uh, it will be Toronto and maybe another international city? Yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, well, I think you, and you know this, and I think the fans know this that are listening. A lot of the NFL decision-making is driven by revenue. Um, you know, if to go back into a St. Louis, for example, um, or San Diego, you know, I think it would require now a, a fairly major investment in a, in a new stadium. I, um, I mean, the Chargers love San Diego to go to, you know, a mega palace in Los Angeles. Um, you know, I think it would take something like that for those kind of markets to get uh, football back. You know, I'm very familiar with the St. Louis market. It's a great community. Um, I mean, they really love and support their their sports teams. And, you know, I just don't know whether the existing facility that they have there would be enough for the NFL. They may have to, you know, build, you know, a new palace in order to attract it. I I think, you know, markets like Toronto is very interesting. Um, uh, There's clearly, uh, you know, an effort to become more global, international. Um, I think the NFL made the decision, at least based upon what I know, you know, that their first market, you know, internationally is London. I mean, all of the games that are played there now, uh, they have a wonderful facility there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that might be the first, but 
it's not that easy. I mean, it's, you know, to have a over, that's why you haven't seen the NBA yet put a team, you know, in Europe. Um, yes. and, and the NBA is the most advanced of probably all of the leagues relative to global sports. So it's just, it's hard logistically, you know, to be able to put that together. But it's, it'll be interesting to see as we go into the future where all of these leagues go from a global standpoint. Yeah, I agree. Only I want to shift gears now to, to the tragic scenes yesterday at the United States Capitol as extremists forced their way into the Capitol. You and I had a long discussion about it last night. Um, uh, for the audience, I'd love to get your take. Yeah, it, it, it was sickening. Um, I mean, it was just a, a, both a tragedy and a travesty. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure that I ever would have imagined uh seeing in my lifetime that, you know, people will be scaling the, the, the walls of the U.S. Capitol. Uh, you know, I, I've done a fair amount of travel, and I've got kind of a family background in East Europe, and, you know, I followed closely elections in Belarus and Ukraine, and, and you see that in countries like that. I mean, you see elections contested and, you know, people marching and protesting and sometimes breaching buildings, but... Never in the United States would I have imagined. And, and I have to say, Eric, I, you know, shame on so many people, starting with the president. Shame on him. Yeah, but it's not only him. Shame on our lawmakers federally and, 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 uh, and elsewhere, you know, that have condoned this fraudulent theory of a stealing of an election. Um, you know, these lawmakers are smarter than that. They, knew, they know in Congress that that not only was it not going to work, there were votes were never going to be there, but they know it's not true. They really do. And, you know, for them to use the halls of Congress as the checks and balance, I mean, that's not what the Constitution's about. We have a judicial system, and more than 40 lawsuits were filed. So, I mean, it was just a big lie that was created, and the president used it. I mean, I am... I'm not a fan. I, I haven't been a fan. I think he's led this country down a horrific path the last four years. And, you know, in some ways yesterday, the Republican Party really got a break. And I know that sounds really strange to say, but they, they were able to get cover yesterday because of what happened. And it allowed a few of the more reasonable conservative voices to finally come out and, and, and call it for what it was, which was a lot of BS. And, you know, and, and, and that may start the rebuilding of the Republican Party going forward because of what some of the people said last night, you know, on the floors of the Senate and in Congress. But it's a horrible situation, Eric. And, and I, you know, I've said this to you many times. Um, the worst part of what this president has done is, is, is taken the emphasis away from the only thing that's important right now, which is the health and welfare of the citizenry. That is the number one obligation of a president or a leader of any organization. And he has basically given up. And when he, when he took the oath of office four years ago, he didn't sign up to be the president of the free world until November. He signed up for four years. And I'm sickened to see what's happening in this country relative to keeping people safe in, the, in, in, the, in light of the pandemic. People are dying every minute right now in this country. And while we're waiting for a vaccine, which is a whole other story of the failure of a national rollout uh, program, people are dying. And in the meantime, for the last 60 days, the only thing that this man and many of his legislative enablers have cared about 
is to text in an election that was not fraudulent. And the be- and, I'll, and I'll just say this. The best proof that I can show for that, for anybody for that believes in November that the Georgia election was stolen and something was wrong or it was irregular, all you had to do was look at the special election this week. At the end of the day, the numbers were basically the same of how the Democrats won Georgia. They won almost by the same margins, maybe a little bit more, a few thousand more this time around. But the reality is if there was an irregularity, if there was fraud in November, you would have seen a disparity this week, and there wasn't. So it's shameful what's happened here, and shame on lawmakers in Louisiana, shame on some of our media members that have played into this, shame on a lot of people, because at the end of the day, people are dying. Um, hospitals are full in, in New Orleans and Louisiana and around the country. And that's where we're, our emphasis should be, not at some game about some fraud that was committed that really never occurred. So I, I'm really sickened by it. And I have to say, I'll, 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 I'll give you the floor back in a minute here, sure. is when I see some of these, con- these members of Congress, you know, make their statements yesterday, you know, my question is, are you really that much of a hypocrite? Where in the world have you been for all of these weeks where you've enabled this fraud to be articulated throughout our country? I mean, where have you been when people need the $2,000 stimulus, when they need economic help to keep our local small businesses alive, when we need the vaccine to have a national rollout so that it's not different in Louisiana and different in another state? Where have you been on the important issues? You, you've committed a really fraudulent legacy for yourself. And uh, I'm looking forward to the new president coming in. I'm looking forward to new leadership. And I hope we can get this country back in place the way it should be. And hopefully we can bring people together because, again, now it's a finger-pointing situation with conspiracy theorists on both sides of the political spectrum blaming each other for what happened yesterday. Uh, those that, are in the, that, that are, are, are in the Republican Party, especially extremists, uh, blaming Antifa for what happened yesterday. Of course, uh, those on, on the left blaming, again, Magna and, of course, extreme white right-wingers for what happened yesterday. Look, at the end of the day, I don't care what group did it. It was unacceptable for what happened yesterday in the United States. Capital uh, and and again, every individual there should be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. I fully fully agree, and, and they, they they now know who these people are, and I believe they will be, and they should be prosecuted absolutely. You know, look, Eric, we're 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 a country that, um, notwithstanding the last few years, we're we're a country that is generally in the middle here, and we we need to get us back to that place. We need to get us back to a, a place where. Democrats and Republicans and liberals and conservatives, that we can talk to each other with civility and respect, that we can differ but but not disagree in such a personal way. I mean, it has just become really ugly on, on all sides. I mean, I, you know, I, I agree. I'm not going to put all the blame on one side, on, on all sides. But it takes leadership. I mean, it really does. And when you have members of Congress, some from our own state here, by the way, many of them mm-hmm. from our own state, who, you know, who know better, who know how divisive it is to take some of the positions that they, they've taken. Um, I mean, it's just shameful. That's not leadership, in my opinion. Leadership is the ability, even within your own group that supports you, to have the courage to tell them what's truthful and what's not, uh, even if they don't like to hear it. All right, But when you play into it 
and all you care about is your future and politics, which is what a couple of these guys did even last night, even after our own capital was breached. I mean, look at the few senators and congressmen that got up on the floor and are still articulating, mm-hmm. you know, that, that the, the election was stolen. I mean, I, it's just it's, these are not leaders. These are people looking to for another job, you know, uh, from job to job to job to stay in their own position. That isn't what that isn't why people should go into public office. They should go into public office to make a difference and, and get in and get out. Not worry about your whether you're going to get reelected and and having to take a fraudulent position in order to advance that political um, future. I, I just think that it's nauseating, it's sickening, and hopefully the American citizen through, sees through it and and kicks some of these people out of office. Yep, I, I definitely agree. Oni, I'm up against the clock. I did want to mention you have an incredible podcast, and and again, you've broke some stories on this podcast as well. For the listeners out there, they may want to check it out. How can they check out the podcast? Yeah, well, I, I, you know, I, I, uh, I, I do these uh, every few weeks, and uh, you could go to uh, JewishNola.com, and you'll see uh, a series of videos up there on, on different topics and some of the work that we're doing. I mean, I'm really, really proud of the work of the Jewish Federation of Greater New Orleans. I mean, we are, you know, doing some groundbreaking work and bringing people together um, in, you know, in many different areas. So anybody interested, um, go and, and see, and hopefully you hear you like what you hear, and um, and then you know, let me know. I you know, I'm I'm always always available. My my email is arnie at jewishnola dot com, and would love your input. And uh, and Eric, thank you for what you do. You are such a voice of reason in New Orleans. You you've been that since I first got to know you years ago. And uh, you know, I, I I just think we're very fortunate to have you on the air. Well, right back at you, my friend. Thank you for all you've done for our city. Uh, again, uh, going back to when you first got here with, with, with the Saints all the way again to through, through Katrina. Appreciate your time. We'll do this again very, very soon. Thanks as always. All right. You take care of yourself. Bye. Arnie Filco with us uh, here on Inside New Orleans. We'll be right back. Bobby Ebert's Cajun Cannon Restaurant voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric. 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency. So we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. 
We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or Dave me at insagency.com. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana are you craving something delicious, savory, and satisfying, but on the lighter side? Then check out JoJo's Skinny Menu with all items under 600 calories only at Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Blackened redfish on a bed of mashed potatoes topped with crawfish and mushroom cream sauce and fried crawfish tails. That's our blackened redfish lafouche. Only at Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. You're out to dinner, in a meeting, or with friends, and you feel it. Gas, bloating, or abdominal discomfort. Did you know that these could be caused by imbalance of bacteria in your gut? No matter what happens, you need the pro. That's where Align Probiotics come in. Developed by gastroenterologists and backed by over 20 years of research, Align Probiotics contain a strain of live, good bacteria that helps soothe your occasional digestive upsets with continued daily usage. Align puts the pro in probiotics. Learn more at alignprobiotics.com. More time at home means more laundry at home and more wear and tear on old appliances. But it's the perfect time for a trip to the Home Depot or homedepot.com. Right now, save on a Samsung top or front load laundry pair. Your choice, just $6.98 each. Save up to 600 bucks on the pair. So wash, dry, and save big on select Samsung laundry appliances. Now at the Home Depot, how doers get more done. U.S. only while supplies last. See store for details. Gas dryer extra valid through January 27th. All right, folks, I want to thank Arnie Philco for joining us on the program. Today's show brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, and Old New Orleans Cookery. All are open, all are open late, all are open seven days a week, and all delivered to your home as well. All have outdoor seating for you. Uh, it is the Oceana Family of Restaurants. I'm Eric Asher. We'll be right back. And Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. This year has brought about many changes in the business world. Now more than ever, businesses need help to grow through effective integrated marketing campaigns. Due to this demand, Cumulus New Orleans has an immediate opening for a digital and radio account executive. If you are outgoing, digitally savvy, and a quick learner who wants their paycheck to directly reflect their hard work with no income cap, apply today at Cumulus.com. That's C-U-M-U-L-U-S.com. Cumulus Media is an equal opportunity employer.
for the man who tells it like it is. You want a bitch? He's got him. You want information? He's got it. You want a host who is New Orleans? You found him. Eric Asher and Inside New Orleans. <laughs> FM Nash Icon. Listen live on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, Nash FM 106.1. Don't forget the podcast is available on all your major podcasting platforms, Apple, Anchor, Spotify, Google, iHeart, Spreaker, uh, you name it, we're on it. And, of course, uh, you can always check us out online at ericasher.com, where all the previous episodes of the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports are going to be seen. Also, you can listen live there. Our social media pages, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter and uh, Eric Asher on, uh, on Facebook. Uh, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports coming up in just less than an hour on WLAE-TV. Our live broadcast on Thursdays at 1 p.m. Uh, 6 p.m. is a rebroadcast on LAE. 10 o'clock on WLAE-TV2. Friday night, 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television. And 10 o'clock on WLAE. On Saturday at 2 a.m. on WLAE-TV2. 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television Always at ericasher.com, always on the WLAE TV YouTube page, and of course on our social media platforms as well. This week, Mike Dettelier joins me uh, from uh, his uh, Michael T- Mike Dettelier draft report. Uh, and of course, we, we had a we opened up the show a little different than we normally do. And, and just a little tease for you guys that um, that will be checking out the show a little bit later on. Uh, we talked about Buddy Deliberto, and, and you know we all know Mike has had a great had a great um, uh, rapport and friendship uh, and working relationship with Buddy D. Uh, but today is the 16th anniversary of the death of Buddy Deliberto. Uh, on uh, January the 7th, uh, 2005. Uh, again, before Katrina. 
before he saw again Sean Payton come in and, and take over the Saints and bring the Saints to, again, their first Super Bowl and only Super Bowl championship. The fortunes of this uh, program changing from, uh, uh, you know, a, a, a team that was kind of floundering. Although, again, look, they weren't bad in the Hassler era, okay? And, and, of course, they were very good in the Moore era for most of that. But, again, a chance to really see, again, championship football on an ongoing basis. But he never got a chance to see that. He had some great stories for us on the program as well as we broke down LSU, the new coaching hires, uh, and also talked about the Saints, uh, their chances of getting to the Super Bowl, all that coming up on the award-winning inside New Orleans sports. But, but we had some really good stories, got some great stories about Buddy D on this program. So I hope you, uh, hope you check it out and enjoy it. Hey, Fletcher Mackle is going to join us at 535 this afternoon. Uh, looking forward to our conversation with Fletch, normally with us on a, on a Tuesday. Uh, he was uh, uh, up in uh, a meet covering uh, Devonta Smith's Heisman Trophy winning, uh, uh, win, uh, the Heisman Trophy winner on Tuesday. Again, congratulations to him. Uh, and uh, so we'll talk to Fletch at 535. Quick uh, headlines for you. We talked about in the first hour. Uh, uh, Jake Peets uh, has been named the offensive coordinator for LSU. He's got a two-year deal, uh, $1.2 million next season, $1.3 million the, the following season. He gets a one-time payment of $150,000 with a $75,000 incentive package. D.J. Mangus is back. He's going to be the passing coordinator. He gets a, a two-year deal, $400,000 a year with a $75,000 incentive package. As mentioned, both guys are, are going to be uh, under, under contract until 2023. Marcus Freeman, the defensive coordinator from Cincinnati, is being interviewed today in Baton Rouge uh, for the defensive coordinator position in LSU. He's also being courted by Notre Dame, and there are some head coaching positions that may be available for him as well. Um, The uh, also Texas head coach uh, Steve Sarkeesian, uh, you know, again, Alabama offense coordinator, now going to be the new Texas head coach, is offering uh, LSU defensive back and recruiting coordinator a position on his staff. And who is that? That's Corey Raymond, former LSU uh, defensive back great, a guy that has been, has been a mainstay in terms of recruiting for, for the LSU Tigers and a guy that has, uh, again, uh, been a part of, uh, of, of putting together DBU. Uh, he's being offered a position on that Texas staff. It'll be interesting to see if, if he takes it. Now, again, that'd be a huge loss for LSU when it comes to recruiting. Okay, don't get it, don't get it twisted. Corey Raymond is a heck of a recruiter, one of the reasons why Sarkeesian is going after him. The question I had, as I mentioned in the first hour, is will they make him a defensive coordinator? Or will, it, will he be a defensive back coach? Is it, if it's going to be money, I don't think it's an issue because LSU can match anything Texas does. But, it, again, is it a step up for Corey Raymond ultimately? Uh, and, if, uh, and I'll ask this question again because, look, this was mentioned on this program throughout the year uh, when, when we saw uh, several uh, uh, ex-members of the LSU uh, uh, family, guys that, that had been playing the pros, that had mentioned that they felt that Corey Raymond should be elevated to the defensive coordinator position, and Bo Pelini fired during the season. Uh, I was very much against it because he's never been a defensive coordinator. So it be interesting to see if, if, if um, ultimately Freeman turns LSU down, if Ogeron is going to be in a position where he's got to try to hold on to Raymond and maybe elevates him in some form or fashion because you really don't want to lose him. Uh, the Pelicans are now 4-4 four and four after losing to Oklahoma City last night in the Smoothie King Center, 111-110. to 110. Uh, They've now lost two in a row. Uh, Charlotte uh, is on Friday night. Then they go on a seven-game road trip, seven games in 12 days. Uh, they got a Dallas, the Lakers, the Clippers. It's a brutal ro- road trip uh, for the Pels. As always, defense, uh, you know, again, this is a good defensive team, but, again, 
young players on this team still can't play defense. I talked about in the first hour. Zion uh, was covering Baisley. Uh, he comes in in the third quarter after, after the Pels had a lead, scores 15 points, gets two rebounds for a defensive Zion Williamson. And then, of course, Musella, the, the, big, the big center, uh, comes in, knocks down a couple long three-pointers on, on Jackson Hayes. Uh, the, the problem when you get into these long road trips is you don't have time to practice. And the only way these kids who are coming out of college so early and they don't have the skill set to be able to, to have a, a complete game, to play defense in the NBA in a lot of cases, they got to learn it on the job. And right now, this Pelican team, which is a much better defending team than they were, whenever they get Jackson Hayes and, 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 and Zion in the game at the same time, uh, it's an Olay it's an Olay feast because there's not much defense going on uh, between those two rookies. Uh, I'm sorry, but those two second-year players. But I will say this: offensively, uh, they, they, obviously they do their job, especially uh, Zion. Uh, but again, they got to get better on the defensive end. Both those young players. Uh, some really good news for the Saints, and I mentioned this the the, the other day that I felt Kamara was going to, was going to play whether he practices or not. And I said, look, there's enough technology out there between Zoom and whatever that they can work with Kamara and have him ready for the game plan. Adam Schefter reported this morning that uh, he is participating, Kamara is participating remotely in, in, the, uh, in the Saints' practices. Uh, they said that Kamara has a live video decoder at his home. He's able to watch practice, and he's here to Sean, here to, able to hear Sean Payton on the microphone to guide Kamara through the plays. So this is allowing Kamara to watch the Saints as they implement their game plan uh, for the Bears on Sunday and to mentally go through his assignments. So, again, he is going to play on Sunday. And I, I figured they would do something like this and utilize technology to get him ready for the game, even though, again, he can't be in the facility and, and ultimately, again, can't practice. Uh, so, again, he'll be at least a fresh Alvin Kamara. Also, Trey Henderson did not practice today because of his neck. Nick Easton is expected to go on IR, as Mike Triplett told us on, uh, on uh, Tuesday uh, with a concussion. Josh Hill was limited with his hand. JT, Grill was, uh, JT Gray was limited with his shoulder. Taysom Hill uh, uh, was a full practice with his, uh, with a concu- had a concussion, as well as Marcus Williams' full practice with the ankle. So good news there for both of those guys. And uh, the comings and goings were the possibility of, right? The Jets have now asked for permission to interview Aaron Glenn for their head coaching position. This comes on the heels of the Lions asking permission for, uh, to, to interview Dan Campbell for their head coaching position. And we've talked about it a lot over the last week. Terry Fontenot and uh, Jeff Ireland. Fontenot is is gotten uh, is uh, is uh, uh, is a hot commodity right now for a general manager. The Falcons, Jaguars, and Lions would like to interview him for their GM job. Jeff Ireland just as hot. Panthers and Lions looking to uh, looking to uh, interview him for their GM job. And I'm just hopeful that they can hold on to at least one. And look, I know Terry Fontenot is homegrown, a New Orleans kid, uh, and grew up within the organization. But what Jeff Ireland has been able to do in terms of these, of these collegiate drafts and the lifeblood of any organization is the draft, uh, this is the situation where, again, if I had to make a choice, I'd keep Jeff Ireland. Although, again, you can't sneeze at what Terry Fontenot has done. And I go back to the Tabucky Joneses of the world. I mean, you go back to, again, to this team that just didn't do well in terms of, of getting um, NFL free agents, always trying to get the, the, the hot name. And then Terry Fontenot comes in. He takes over that, that area. And all of a sudden you're seeing the DeMario Davises of the world come here and make instant impacts. Uh, you know, so that's 
what he does on the pro personnel side, these two guys would be a great loss for this team uh, if ultimately they move on. Uh, speaking of moving on, we're going to get ready to go to break. I want to remind everybody that today's program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant. Also, Mambo's and Old New Orleans Cookery at Mambo's. you got to try it. 411 Bourbon Street, three floors of incredible dining. And I'm telling you, it's the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street, uh, bar none. They took an old, dilapidated strip club that was nothing but problems on Bourbon Street, and they turned it into this beautiful family restaurant. It's Creole cuisine at its finest. They got incredible cocktails. I'm going to tell you some, 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 uh, some cocktails that you've never heard of, some cocktails that, that, uh, that will wow you, again, with, with the different uh, type of, of uh, you know, whether it's a flaming cocktail, whether it's, it's smoking because of dry ice. I mean, very, very creative with the cocktails. And also, again, just a beautiful place. You walk in. They got the barge boards on, on, on the walls, bars on each floor. There's three floors of dining and also bars. Uh, they got a courtyard for you, a Bourbon Street balcony that you can also dine in, and then Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. You've never seen the sight lines like you'll see at Mambo's. You've got to check it out. It's a perfect night, a uh, perfect place for a date night, also a night out with friends, romantic getaway, or, again, a delicious meal with family. They, they, they serve lunch and dinner seven days a week. Now, look, a lot of folks are going to order online right now, right? Mambosnola.com. They'll deliver right to you. It's pretty easy. Head on over to Mambos and make your next memory at Mambos. All right, we'll be right back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Project Shine makes it easy for good people to connect with great causes, bringing fresh light to a dark and troubled world. When you help someone else, you help yourself, and that makes the world a better place. Visit Volunteer Match and brighten someone's day today. Thanks for being a part of Project Shine. 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Macy's. Macy's one-day sale is starting tomorrow with savings on cozy winter essentials, home updates for every room, and even luggage closeouts. Plus, get your .com orders fast with contact-free curbside pickup, or you can pick them up inside the store. Now at Macy's. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at BienvenueHarahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305-4792. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Are you tired of constantly paying high air conditioning bills and still not having a cool home? Call Burkhart today and ask him to schedule a maintenance check on your AC unit. Burkhart will be honest with their assessment of your AC system and will tell you if a repair or replacement is the best option. Burkhart has special financing as low as $149 a month on qualifying AC systems. You can call Burkhart today at 277-7520. That's 
277-7520. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. In the market for a generator for your home or your business, think Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. They're your generator sales and, and service experts. Uh, first of all, if you're looking for that generator, uh, they'll come out to your home. They'll do, they'll do a, uh, uh, a consultation with you, see what you're looking for in terms of generator for either your home or your business, how much generator you're looking for to power up that home. Uh, and then after you guys reach an agreement, they'll come out and do a single-day install for you. Uh, hey, don't worry about it, folks. You can't pay that uh, all up front, that money up front. Financing is available for generators over at Burkhart. Also, they'll do a new install quality check after one month. If you have a generator and you're looking for a company you can trust with service, they offer 24-7, 365 emergency service. Plus, if you've used your generator over 100 hours during this past storm season, it has to be serviced by a professional. Burkhart can do that for you. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. They are experts when it comes to generator sales. And look, they have a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need. So when it's emergency service, they don't have to go and wait wait for the supply house to open up. They got the parts at their warehouse their warehouse uh, so they can get it to you and, and get you up and running very, very quickly. Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Looking for a generator? acpromise.com acpromise.com Today's program brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Bombos, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Um, congratulations to uh, some real hometown flavor in the upcoming uh, NFL Hall of Fame induction. Uh, Peyton Manning, Reggie Wayne, Alan Fanica and uh, former Saints great uh, Sam Mills uh, have made the final 15 for the 2021 NFL Hall of Fame class. Now, of course, we know Peyton Manning, born and raised in New Orleans. Reggie Wayne, born and raised in New Orleans. Both guys were, again, were, were in Indianapolis Colts and uh, were a great uh, tandem there, uh, historic tandem. And when, when you start talking about uh, both guys, both guys are very deserving uh, to be in the NFL Hall of Fame. Alan Fanica was an incredible offensive lineman at LSU and had a great NFL career as well. And, of course, we all know Sam Mills. Uh, again, from his time at the USFL to, again, coming on board with, uh, with uh, uh, Jim Mora and Jim Finks when, when, uh, when Finks plucked Mora out of the USFL and Mora brought a lot of players that, again, he was very familiar with from the USFL to the Saints uh, that augmented some of the, uh, some of the great drafts that uh, uh, Bum Phillips had and the players that he had acquired. And uh, very quickly, this became a team that, that again, ultimately had their first uh, – uh, went, went to the playoffs for the first time in their first winning season. Sam Mills w- was, was a huge part of that. 
the class is going to be announced on February the sixth, the night before the Super Bowl induction, and uh, and that in, uh, sorry the night before the Super Bowl. And the induction is August the eighth in Canton, Ohio. Now look, this is the question, and, and look, I'm not trying to be anti Saints, anti Pelicans, or anti Airline Drop. Okay, uh, somebody's got to say it because it's the truth. Okay, and and that's what we do on this program. The question that I have is, and I mentioned this on social media a, a few days ago. Will Sam Mills be inducted into the NFL Hall of Fame before he's inducted into the Saints' Ring of Honor in the Superdome? And I think it's a legitimate question. It is a legitimate question. Carolina has a statue of, of Sam Mills uh, in, in front of their stadium. He was only in, only in Carolina for a few years, okay, toward the end of his career. Now, again, he stayed, he coached. Uh, again, that was an expansion team, and ultimately, again, uh, he became kind of the face of the Carolina Panthers. But he made his bones here in New Orleans. He became an all-pro here in New Orleans. He is part of the famed Dome Patrol here in New Orleans. You know, they have the statue of Mills in front, in front of the stadium in Carolina, but we still don't have a statue of the Dome Patrol in front of the Superdome. And I've been talking about that since we came on the airwaves back in 2002. Okay, we're in 2021 right now. Okay, that's how long I've been talking about putting a, a, a Dome Patrol statue in, in, front of the, in front of the Superdome. Okay, and that still hasn't happened. And look, this, is, this goes directly to the Saints and Pelicans organization. Unfortunately, when you talk about the Saints and Pelicans organization, they do, do not honor the history of pro football and pro basketball here in New Orleans. And look, they're the culture bearers of professional sports in New Orleans. Okay, it is their responsibility in my opinion, to honor and tell the story of the past of pro football and pro basketball in New Orleans. And there are all kind of uh, exhibits here to be able to show, again, how they've dropped the ball on this. I go back to something I've talked about in this program for years. They took down Pistol Pete Maravich's number seven jersey from the rafters of the Smoothie King Center, okay? It, and, and it has never been replaced. Now, there were some renovations that went on in the Smoothie King Center, and you expected that, again, the Bobby Fields jersey came down, and it went to Charlotte with, with, with the Hornets. No big deal. Even though Bobby Fields was, went to Southern University, he, uh, he was a mainstay for the Charlotte Hornets, not the New Orleans Hornets. But Pistol Pete Maravich was, again, uh, really the godfather of professional basketball here in New Orleans with the New Orleans Jazz. Uh, so when the renovations finished, they never went back and put the, 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 the Benson organization, didn't put Maverick's jersey back up in the rafters. Now, this happened even though, again, it was retired by the team. Go look it up. The number seven jersey is retired by the New Orleans Basketball Club. Then the Hornets, now the Pelicans. And there was a ceremony, if you remember, of Maravich's wife, okay, his widow, and his children that raised that jersey into the rafters. But yet, again, this organization... The New Orleans Pelicans, part of, again, that Saints-Pelicans going to have done nothing to be able to right that wrong and put Maverick's jersey back in the raft of the Smoothie King Center. I can go on. The, they've not, still not replaced the Superdome Ring of Honor, okay, which was, again, put up in the dome to, to, uh, to point out, again, the, uh, what, the, the, what, these, what these particular individuals did uh, in that building and, and what they meant to that building. And, of course, if you remember, that, that, that ring of honor was Jim Finks, Eddie Robinson, the, the, the great head coach from Grambling, Pistol Pete Maravich, Archie Manning, Ricky Jackson, and, and, and the father of the Dome, Dave Dixon. Now, Jackson and Manning are on the Saints' ring of honor, okay, which, has been, it was, was in, which Tom Benson developed uh, after the renovation. But Finks, 
Robinson, Dixon, Maravich, despite their contributions uh, to, to and in that building, are nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found, ladies and gentlemen. You know, this is why, again, I was upset uh, and, and criticized the Saints organization when they put Will Smith in, they inducted him into the Ring of Honor before they inducted uh, the Dome Patrol, Sam Mills, Vaughn Johnson, and, and Pat Swilling. Ricky Jackson is, is already on, on the, uh, uh, the Ring of Honor. Uh, but yet, Sam Mills was supposed to be in, in, inducted into the Saints Superdome Wall of Fame before Katrina, but Katrina happened and it never materialized. And the Saints never came back and put Mills, uh, put Bill's uh, uh, name back on, on that Wall of Fame. Matter of fact, again, that Wall of Fame is down. You look at Finks and Moore. When you talk about what Jim Finks and Jim Moore did in turning those franchises around, okay, think about it for a second. We were the Saints were, were pretty much losers. Yes, they, they, they won a little bit with Bum Phillips, but for the most part, they were losers. Uh, Jim Finks turned this into a first-class organization. Jim Moore turned them into winners. They have been forgotten. They have forgotten for turning around the franchise from the end of laughingstock of pro sports uh, into winners. And look, I've got to tell you right now, and I've said this before in this program, I, it really is curious and surprising considering how much Sean Payton honors the history of the Saints. He makes sure that his players know who came before them. He's completely transformed the locker room, the hallways, the practice facility to depict the history of the New Orleans Saints. But native New Orleanians that are in ownership and executive positions do not. They do not honor the history of professional sports here in New Orleans. And I think it's a huge oversight by Mrs. Benson and her executive team, which, again, the majority of that executive team Born and raised in this city, they know the history of, of professional sports in New Orleans. To me, and I don't think I'm off base here, ladies and gentlemen, it is the responsibility because they own both the New Orleans Pelicans and the New Orleans Saints. They own the professional sports franchises in this city. It is their responsibility to keep the history of pro football and pro basketball alive for generations to come. Look. So many people, again, uh, that, that, uh, that, that, that have witnessed what happened here, again, from, from the old ABA days of the Buccaneers uh, to the New Orleans Jazz to the New Orleans Hornets, now to the New Orleans Pelicans, uh, witnessing the early days of the Saints going back to the, the, when, when this, the city was awarded a franchise in 66 to the inaugural season of 67 all the way to now. A lot of people have died off in, in the past there, and, and the story is not being told. Look, the, the, the best story, that can, the, the, the one that's really telling the story more than anything else is our own Ken Trahan with, with the New Orleans Saints Hall of Fame. But these are things that, again, that first-class organizations do. You honor people like Pistol Pete Maravich. You know, to me, Chris Paul's jersey needs to be hanging from those rafters uh, based on what he did for the franchise. Uh, when you talk about uh, you know, the Dome Patrol, there should be a, a statue of the Dome Patrol in front of the Dome. And, yes, more and Fink should be honored. Uh, Eddie Robinson should be honored for what he did, not just for in that Superdome with the Bayou Classic, but also, again, what he did in, in, in terms of, again, educating and, and, and coaching uh, young African-American men. Uh, that turned into either great players or great men in our society. Uh, where would we be without Dave Dixon in the Superdome? Where would this city be without the Superdome right now if Dave Dixon wouldn't have pushed that, 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 uh, that building through? Okay, and then, of course, we know what Archie Manning uh, and, and Ricky Jackson meant. At least they're on the Superdome ring of honor. Uh, but this is a complete oversight by the organization. And my hope is that, again, by shedding light on this and talking about it more, that, again, they'll do the right thing. Put Maravich's jersey back up in the rafters of the Smoothie King Center and honor those individuals like Eddie Robinson, Jim Finks, uh, Dave Dixon, uh, Mora, and, and also, uh, and as I mentioned, Finks, 
uh, going forward. Hopefully, that will be done. All right, uh, we're going to get ready to go to break. I want to remind everybody about my friends over at Dave Miet Insurance. It's a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958. They offer auto, home, life, health, business, commercial policies. They serve the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and even the River Parishes. Uh, Dave Miet Insurance, they're your one-stop shop uh, insurance specialist. And I'm telling you, they will search over 50 companies to get you the best price for your insurance. And also, again, being available. You can call Dave directly at 504-556-0809. You go to D-A-V-M-I-L-L-E-T-I-N-S-A-N-C.com. If you're a contractor, you don't want to get to run around when you need an insurance quote. If you're a homeowner, again, if you have an issue uh, with, with where, again, uh, you need help from your insurance agent, you got to try to find him. You don't need to find Dave. He'll be right there for you. Uh, again, you want a company to trust with your insurance? It's Dave Miet Insurance. That's D-A-V-E-M-I-E-T-L-L-M-I-L-L-E-T-I-N-S agency. We'll be right back. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory & Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at bobbyabears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. 
food so good, you just can't stop thinking about it. Imagine perfectly fried shrimp, crab cake, and crispy catfish. Serve with cocktail and tartar sauce, coleslaw, onion rings, and french fries. That's our fried seafood platter at Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. And for dessert, dig into our Oreo crumble cheesecake. New York-style cheesecake on a walnut graham cracker crust covered with Oreo pieces and chocolate. Only at Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents And Doug Breathe out and repeat after me Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance So you only pay for what you need Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance So you only pay for what you need Your bird is eating my candles Your bird is eating my candles No, seriously, he's making a mess No, seriously Liberty, 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 Liberty Get a customized quote at LibertyMutual.com more time at home means more washing, drying, cooking, and cleaning at home, and more wear and tear on old appliances. But it's the perfect time to save on new ones at the Home Depot. For savings on the latest appliances, and right now free delivery. From the kitchen to the laundry room, that upgrade is well within reach, and closer than ever. Save on top appliances, now at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. U.S. only while supplies last free delivery on major appliances, $396 or more, valid through January 27th. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating in the market for a new system, air conditioning, heating system. Remember, they're, they're authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. And uh, if you need help, uh, they are authorized to service all brands. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning Heating, Nate certified technicians, honest and reliable service since 1989. Uh, go with the company I've trusted since 1989, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. All are open seven days a week. All are open late. All will deliver to you directly at your home or your business. It is the uh, Oceana Family of Restaurants. Hungry? Think about the Oceana Family of Restaurants. All right, let's head to the guest line. Join us on the program uh, on a Thursday instead of a Tuesday is my good friend uh, Fletcher Mackle of Channel 6 Sports. Fletcher, how are you doing today? I am doing well, Eric. Sorry I had to change days on you. I know I got backed up with work, so I apologize for the curveball on the days, but thanks for having me today. No no problem. First of all, talk a bit about what happened up in a meet. Again, look, a lot of people kind of lukewarm. On one hand, you're excited and, and, and proud of the fact that, uh, that, that Devonta Smith won the Heisman Trophy. He's a Louisiana kid. But on the other hand, you wish that he was doing it in a purple and gold uniform and not with the University of Alabama. But I'm sure the people in the meet could care less. they got to be ecstatic about what happened. Yeah, look, it was a great night in a meet. Obviously, I think his parents, his mother told us his mother was fantastic to deal with. Um, They wish they could have been in New York for a traditional ceremony. Devontae Smith in Tuscaloosa with his teammates getting ready for the national championship. A month late on the Heisman. The Heisman is normally presented the the first or second week of December, now in, in January here because of the pandemic. But they were happy. They were emotional good people, the community, the mayor of a meet was there. I mean, it just, it was a special night for a small community in Tangibaho Parish that's produced Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards and some tremendous football talent, but a really special night. He was excited. His parents were excited. His teachers from his grammar school were there. I mean, it was just one of those nights that you, you really, you, you see what it means when people talk about community 
And, and, and not that New Orleans is the biggest city in the country, but sometimes we lose perspective because we have so many unique neighborhoods and we are the biggest city in the state of Louisiana. When you go to a place like a meet where everybody knows everybody, you know, you understand the definition of community. So it was a nice night and they were ecstatic that he won again, very deserving and should have won the Heisman trophy. With that said, your thoughts on Alabama versus Ohio state in the national championship game on Monday. Well, I'm picking Alabama because I picked Alabama Clemson and I didn't think Ohio state had a chance against Clemson. And then Justin Fields came out and shut everybody up And that Ohio state team that had played six games and their only two real games that they struggled in against Indiana and Northwestern. I, I didn't think they were good enough to play with Clemson in, in Alabama. I didn't have a problem with what Dabo Swinney did, putting them 11 because their body of work just wasn't that great. I know they're a sacred cow. They're one of the NCAA sacred cows. You know, the Big Ten looks down on everybody and thinks, you know, that they are so special. And Ohio State is definitely a, a signature program and a great program. But I didn't think they were that good. They were, they were pretty – pretty good against Clemson a week ago, you know, six days ago, coming up here on a week tomorrow. Um, but I still think Bama's Bama. I mean, look, Bama's going to be great until Nick Saban leaves. And, and, and that's just the reality. Nothing against, you know, LSU or Georgia or Florida. There's Bama and there's everybody else in the SEC. Yes. Everyone is playing for second as long as Bama is is coached by Nick Saban with what he does, how he does it, the recruiting base that he has, the coaching staff that he has. I know that some of your listeners may not want to hear, and I'm not trying to be mean. No one's competing with Bama. That every, every decade LSU is going to break through. Every decade Georgia is going to break through. Every decade Florida is going to break through. Bama has now played in either seven of eight or six of eight college playoffs, and I think this is their seventh national championship or sixth national championship. I can't even keep up. The numbers are so jaw-dropping. So I like Bama in this game. Let's talk a little bit about what happened up in Baton Rouge today. Uh, uh, Jake P., uh, I think it's Pease, also uh, DJ Mangus, and both uh, uh, joining the LSU coaching staff. Uh, Pease will be the offensive coordinator. Mangus will be the passing coordinator. Uh, your thoughts on this hire? Yeah, look, I think it's a good hire. I, I certainly think that when you look at their body of work, I mean, the, the, the offensive coordinator is a guy who spent the season with Joe Brady, and we know, you know Joe Brady's interviewed at 32 years old for three head coaching jobs, and we know Crazy. what he did with Joe Burrow in that offense. Um, Mangus is a guy that has some, some you know, history in Baton Rouge, having been with Brady. So I think that the one thing I'll give Ed Ogeron credit for, and, and he made this mistake with Matt Canada, is – if he hires somebody and it's not a good fit, he doesn't have a lot of sentimentality or patience to make it work. You, you'll recall a few years ago, they hired Matt Canada. It was a big deal. Ooh, Matt Canada, he's coming in here to, to, to revamp the offense and to jumpstart it and to modernize it. He was a disaster. He and Ogeron didn't fit. It didn't work. And a, a season later, he was out. Bo Pelini, a former you know, prized assistant coach who left here to go be the head coach at the University of Nebraska, um, a lot of people here remember him from his, his days under a prior regime. Obviously, um, didn't work out. Disastrous defense, highest-paid defensive coordinator in the country. They didn't wait. They didn't try to fix it. They didn't try to, like, go with excuse-making. They just said, hey, we're moving on. And, and even offensively, it just didn't feel right. So, you know, Scott, uh, Scott Linehan, who, who an NFL head coach, former NFL head coach, a lot of experience is out. Steve Ensminger goes into retirement. So I credit Ed Ogeron for at least saying, I see problems, and the first 
The first step in fixing the problem is admitting we have a problem and we have to fix it. If you don't and you just continue to kind of bury your head in the sand or hide and say, look, we're not going to fix it, well, then it's never going to get fixed. So I, I like both these hires. Are they going to work out? I don't know because um, I liked Bo Pelini last year, and it's certainly mm-hmm. replacing Dave Aranda on the defensive side of the ball. The drop-off was staggering. But I appreciate Ed Ogeron not, you know, kind of tiptoeing around what needs to be done and getting things done as the head coach of LSU. That's one thing I've always appreciated about him. So we'll see how it works out. But I like the fact that he doesn't, you know, doesn't tiptoe around situations. Cincinnati defensive coordinator Marcus Freeman is interviewing today. You're, again, he's got also a shot to, to be the D.C. At, at Notre Dame as well. Your thoughts on, on, on whether he will come to LSU or not? Um, I'll, he's a man in demand. I mean, look, everybody wants him. He's a guy that is going to have a lot of options and a chance to make a lot of money. I'm sure he's LSU's first choice. I, I don't know if he's going to get a better offer or he's going to find you know, a, a potential landing spot that is better for him. But he's certainly a name that if they could – look, they got their number one and their two as their offensive coordinator and their passing game coordinator. Those were the guys they wanted, no doubt about it. This is their defensive coordinator. There's other guys they could get, but if they land them, I think they can celebrate this. You know, the, the two games they won, the young talent they have with this new coaching staff. You know, LSU could be back, you know, potentially talking about the playoffs. In, I don't know about this year because they'll still be young this year, but I could see nine and three this year and then, and then real legit national champion playoff type, you know, run in, uh, against maybe making a run at Alabama, who I, you know, obviously, you know, was speaking highly of a second ago in 2022. Sure. So, but we'll see. I mean, again, look, he's, he's a guy that's going to have a lot of opportunities and can almost pick his spot because he's so in demand right now. Saints-Bears playoff game, wild card round on Sunday. Uh, break it down for us, Fletch. What do you think happens? I think if the Saints show up, they win. And I know that that sounds crazy. And I know the Saints have had some heartbreaking losses. And they shouldn't have lost to Minnesota last year. I, I don't look at this Chicago team and see one metric where they're better than the Saints. Not at any position, not coaching, not front office, nowhere. And so I look at it and I say, I get it. On any given Sunday, that's what's great about the NFL. Sean Payton said it earlier this week in his conference call. This isn't basketball where it's best of seven, and after game one, you know you're going to play a game two and a game three and at least a game four. Same with baseball. This is football where every game is a mini championship, and it's you're, you lose and you go home. So anything can happen. I just I would be utterly and completely shocked in, in, in maybe in the most shocked way of my career in New Orleans since I started working here in 2002 at WDSU, if the Saints don't win this game. I just, the the focus the Saints have, we know this is Breeze's last year, even though he won't say it. Michael Thomas, I think, is going to be back. Kamara's going to be back. I mean, they're already good in the trenches. You know, it's the most running yards any Sean Payton team has ever averaged, 141 a game. The defense is stout. Again, look, are they going to go to Green Bay and beat Green Bay? That's a more legitimate argument. Could Seattle come in here and have a good day against them and beat them? Maybe. Is this Chicago team that probably shouldn't be in the playoffs? I mean, if you think about it, if the NFL doesn't expand, and I'm all for the NFL expanding the playoffs, Mm -hmm. but if the NFL doesn't expand the playoffs, this is a team that is season over right now. And not only did they expand the playoffs, but this isn't a surging team coming in. This is a team that got in because Arizona lost. So, again, 
They're NFL players, and they're good players. But the, the Chicago Bears are really banged up. Roquan Smith hasn't practiced their star linebacker. Mitchell Trubisky's been erratic. You know, they got a coach that's been on the hot seat, a general manager that's been on the hot seat. Uh, it's just – it's hard for me to look at this and say the Saints with laser focus, 2020 Super Bowl or bust, there's no way they lose this game. If they show up focused, they win on Sunday. End of story. Yeah, I agree with you 100% on that one. Hey, let's just talk some Pels. They, they, they dropped now to 4-4 four and four after losing back-to-back games at home, games they should have won. And, man, I was talking about it the other day that, you know, when you're in the tough, when you're in the, in, in the, in the tough Western Conference, you cannot afford to drop games. And, you know, it, it's hard with a 72-game season to point to games that you lost that may keep you out the playoffs. But, man, you've got to win the games you're supposed to win. And these are two games they should have won, and they dropped them. They could come back to haunt them down the line here. But they got Charlotte on Friday, and then they got that seven-game road trip in 12 days, which is going to be absolutely brutal. Talk about the state of the Pels as of today. Yeah, look, it's still a work in progress, and I know people may not want to hear that. These were two games they should have absolutely positively won. That they're just – Indiana's good, but they were right there with it against them, and that meltdown at the end of the game cost them, and Indiana's a good team. And last night's pretty inexcusable because the Thunder aren't even trying to win. The Thunder have basically quit – They've got one-star young player. They're developing a bunch of role players that are young. They're playing for draft picks. They're not – do they want to win? Sure. But do they really want to win? Not really. And, and so it was just an ugly game. And Sam Van Gundy was pretty animated last night in his post-game media conference going off on certain aspects of, of the game. So, yeah, these are games that – this the last two felt like the Alvin Gentry era because the, the Pelicans were always in games. And then at the end of games, especially close games, they were outcoached or out-hustled, out-maneuvered, whatever you want to say. And that's what's happened the last two games. And it just felt like, ugh, we've seen this before. I remember when they lose to the Kings that were lowly teams and, and, and blow big leads and not be able to execute at the end of the games. And So I really like Sam Van Gundy. I, I, I think they're going to get better and they're going to turn it around. But, yeah, the last, the last two losses were, you know, cringeworthy. But what are they missing? What, what component are they missing in this team right now? I think that they're missing. I think it, it's not one thing that they're missing because Brandon Ingram is an elite. He's an elite three-level scorer. He can beat you at all three levels. And I think Steven Adams does all the dirty work. And I think Zion's offensive game is very limited right now, but he's still good at the one thing he does, which is just bully people in the paint and at the rim. I just don't know how this offense flows. There's no true There's no Chris Paul, and I'm not a Chris Paul fan the way he left here, but Chris Paul would be a wonderful addition to a team like this. Not that he's coming here. He he may lead the Phoenix Suns to the Western Conference Finals right now. They're so good. But somebody that kind of makes it all come together. Because while I love Brandon Ingram and he's the alpha, I don't know if he's that true kind of point forward that can facilitate and, and can make everything happen with the ball in his hands all the time. So I just think that the guard play has left a lot to be desired. Their bench scoring has left a lot to be desired. Their shooting has left a lot to be desired. Offensively, they're just, you know, they're not very good. It's not very fluid. It doesn't work right. So that's the one thing. Cohesive half-court offense, I would say, is the biggest thing that they're missing right now because they don't have, you know, Lonzo's a good shooter but not a knockdown shooter. Same with Bledsoe. Um, J.J. Redick is struggling like he, like he has at no point in his career. Um, Nikhil Alexander-Walker is so young, he's still learning. So, yeah, their guard play in, in getting into half-court sets, 
in any type of fluidity, and then as, as well as the shooting aspect. So offensively, defensively, they've actually been okay, even mm-hmm. after the last two games. But offensively, it's, I've been to a lot of their games this year. I went to the one last night, and I was there. And it's, it's hard to watch sometimes. They're so bad offensively in the half court, just figuring out who and what they do. So I, I hope they can figure it out. I don't know if there's a quick fix. I think that it's going to continue to be over time. And, and they're, they're eyeing down a really tough road trip. Seven games yeah. over 12 days against some really great teams. So they're really going to be tested over the next two weeks. You think Griff's going to be aggressive in season to maybe solve that, or he's going to let these, te- this, these players grow first? I think that this is a year, and people may not want to hear that, that they're going to grow. That they, They've invested in Nikhil Alexander-Walker. They're invested in Jackson Hayes. Um, I, I think that if, they're, if they fall too far out, you could see somebody like Redick moves for an asset. Uh, Lonzo Ball is a free agent, so we don't know what his future is going to be. But I certainly think they're going to keep intact what they have. Now, again, look, if they can make a blockbuster deal for Bradley Beal, maybe they do it. But I don't know if those blockbuster deals are going to come to fruition. And I don't know if they're going to mortgage any of their future assets or young players to try to make a run at the eighth seed to go get you know, the Lakers or the Clippers in the first round or the Suns in the first round and get annihilated. So I think that you're going to see Sam Van Gundy's system. Stephen Adams is signed long-term. You still got... Obviously, Ingram long-term, Zion long-term, a lot of young players here. I think they're just going to stay the course and hope that, you know, the growth comes from within, not from trying to jumpstart it from the outside. Fletcher Mackle with us each and every week here on the program. Fletch, tell the folks what you guys are covering over Channel 6 Sports. How can they follow you on, the so- on social media? And, of course, uh, your, your, uh, your great column. Uh, let us know if you have anything else coming up on that. Yep, I, uh, I'll, I'll write things for WDSU.com you know, on, on a variety of topics. Um, Twitter is my go-to social of choice at Fletcher WDSU. And we are doing basically Saints, Saints, and more Saints for the next few days as we get ready for Saints Bears. Lance Moore, Jim Mora, um, and then some guests from Chicago. Michelle Steele from ESPN is going to join us at 6 and 10 today to talk about the Bears since she covers that team. So uh, a, lot of, a lot of Saints Bears talk coming up. Thanks, Fletch. Appreciate the time, bud. We'll check in next week. All right, Eric. That's Fletcher Mackle. Hey, folks, don't forget about Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. They're open late. They serve lunch and dinner seven days a week. First of all, as I've mentioned before, a fantastic menu for you. Creole cuisine, I mean, something for everybody on the menu. Uh, extraordinary cocktails. And they got beautiful dining rooms as well. They got a beautiful courtyard. They got uh, one of these large windows that overlook Bourbon Street. You can do people watching. The courtyard is fantastic. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Uh, again, the, the restaurants are large, so again, you can social distance. You can sit outside as, as well. Uh, and also, don't forget, they'll deliver to you. Old New Orleans Cookery, again, has delivery services as well. NolaCookery.com is how you find the menu and, of course, how you find the delivery services. Uh, it's Old New Orleans Cookery. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon restaurant so good come join us at old new orleans cookery 205 bourbon street open late serving lunch and dinner seven days a week 
Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or Kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms. Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... And Doug. Breathe out and repeat after me. Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Your bird is eating my candles. Your bird is eating my candles. No, seriously, he's making a mess. No, seriously. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Get a customized quote at libertymutual.com. More time at home means more washing, drying, cooking, and cleaning at home and more wear and tear on old appliances. But it's the perfect time to save on new ones at the Home Depot for savings on the latest appliances and right now free delivery. From the kitchen to the laundry room, that upgrade is well within reach and closer than ever. Save on top appliances, now at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. U.S. only while supplies last free delivery on major appliances, $396 or more, valid through January 27th. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... Doug. Breathe out and repeat after me. Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Your bird is eating my candles. Your bird is eating my candles. No, seriously, he's making a mess. No, seriously. He's... Liberty, 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 Liberty. Get a customized quote at LibertyMutual.com. More time at home means more washing, drying, cooking, and cleaning at home and more wear and tear on old appliances. But it's the perfect time to save on new ones at the Home Depot for savings on the latest appliances and right now free delivery. From the kitchen to the laundry room, that upgrade is well within reach and closer than ever. Save on top appliances, now at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. U.S. only while supplies last free delivery on major appliances, $396 or more, valid through January 27th. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to thank Arnie Filco along with Fletcher Mackle for joining us on the program. Thank all of our fantastic sponsors. Go to ericasher.com for the sponsor sponsor our program. Remember, uh, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports starts in one minute. Mike Dettelier is my guest. And as always, thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks to Rudy back at studio. Coming up next, the Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour with Michael Green and Kenny Trahan, their guest tonight, uh, former Major, Major League coach Rick Donnelly and his inspiring book, The Chicken Runs at Midnight. I'm Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. From the dog catch of the governor, they all got to go. <laughs> <laughs>